Let's talk about the NC State game. We got Brad Brownell on the line now. Coach B, how you doing? Doing good, my friend. How are you? I am happy. I'm, I'm in a studio right now where I might get the flu. So I'm hoping that we can get this wrapped up. I can get out of here and I'll be safe. <laughs> well, I, I, I wouldn't wish that on I thought it was just David. David was just dodging. <laughs> finally, we finally we're, we're winning some games over here. So now he's dodging me. I'm giving him a hard time next time I see him. Well, Coach, you are winning games. What's going right in Clemson? You know what? Uh, our team's playing well, uh, really on both ends. And uh, we won some games offensively where we've shot it well and we've got uh, a good starting five that all five guys average double figures so I think we have good balance um, and we share the ball pretty well and then uh, we've also won a few games like the Louisville game where we didn't shoot it well we had to just kind of uh, grind it out defensively and hang in there and fight and uh, we, we've had a couple nights where we've been able to do that when our offense hasn't been as good and, and so we have pretty good balance we have some older players and uh, you know hopefully we can keep this thing rolling, stay healthy through the stretch run. Coach, we've talked about it a little bit in the past. I guess it's time to revisit it. Year two back in Little John Coliseum. Did it, did it take a year to get reacclimated to having a true home court instead of having to bust a Greenville? You know what it is? I, I will say last year was strange. Um, you know, with we, we, we turned the court. Uh, so the court, uh, you know, is a different configuration. Uh, and so it just – and it felt like our bench was – in a different place with the tunnel and the tunnel, the old tunnel's not there. And so, yeah, it did feel a little awkward last year at times. Um, and this year it certainly feels a little more comfortable just being used to it. Uh, obviously the year that we played in Greenville was, was good in some ways and that uh, we really got to, to play in front of a nice fan base in Greenville. And I thought we had some really good crowds, especially for ACC play, but there was also a wear and tear there that was difficult to manage for uh you know, for a full season. Uh, and so I do think our guys are, I think we're all a little more comfortable in little John now here in year two. And, and uh, you know, we've had some good crowds and, and uh, feel like we're playing well. How, how did that impact recruiting? When you, when you go into a kid's house and you sit in their living room and go, well, you're going to ride a bus to your home games for a year, but after that, <laughs> you're going to be good. You know, uh, it was strange because you, it wasn't as easy to get as many kids to come to games and to recruit on unofficial visits for things like that. We got some folks to come, but you know, most kids would rather come to the game, but they also want to see campus and you know, you're not at campus, you're up in Greenville. And so uh, that made it a little bit more difficult. It was also difficult for the really the year and a half to two years when they were renovating uh, little John, there was nowhere to take them when you brought them on campus. Uh, in the summer or in the spring or in the fall, you know, uh, we couldn't get in the facility for, for a long time, for over a year. And so uh, here you are, you're showing them campus, you're taking them around a few different spots, but you can't really show them a marina. You can't show them a locker room. You can't show them just all the basketball amenities that they really want to see. And so that was challenging, no question, for uh, about 18 months to two years when we were dealing with that. But Certainly, we're glad that we we went through it. It was it was a hard couple of years, year and a half, but uh, you know we're we're much the better for it. We've got a beautiful new uh, Little John Coliseum. We've got a great what we call the Swan Pavilion, which is our uh, practice facility, our weight room, our locker rooms. Uh, it it the, the program is in good shape right now with first class facilities for for our players. When you're going through those campus visits and you, you can only show them so many things, did you find yourself leaning on the football program perhaps to, to try to maybe to draft off that success and let them see what was coming for you guys, at least facilities-wise? 
You know, a little bit. I, I don't. We didn't go over and show them a bunch of the football facilities, but we did point out, hey, here's an indoor football facility. Uh, look what they've done, and, and they've made renovations to the uh, football stadium, and that that those were things that had just kind of been finished uh, right before they were beginning to work on our uh, arena. And so we certainly are talking about what the the renovated facilities look like, uh, what it had meant to Clemson football, because Clemson football, obviously, over the last you know five or six years has really taken off. Dabo and his guys have done an unbelievable job. And we just felt like that once we get our facilities done and we get a little bit settled, that it's going to do the same for basketball, that we're going to have an opportunity to, to, to show people a better product, that people make sure student-athletes know, hey, we are committed to basketball here. We're going to invest in it. We're going to invest in you. And we certainly have done that. And so we've seen the rewards of that uh, here in the last, probably about the last year in recruiting. We're joined by Brad Brownell, men's basketball coach at Clemson. Follow him on Twitter at Coach underscore Brownell. And Coach, last year, pretty good year, not great. 17 and 16, went to the NIT, but you had to go watch, or you didn't go watch, you saw your in-state rival, South Carolina, go all the way to the Final Four. How much of a motivating factor was that going into this season? You know, a little bit, but not not a lot. Uh, certainly what they did, what Frank got those guys to do was uh, remarkable. It was an unbelievable run. They were playing their best basketball. You know, at the time, you want to be playing your best basketball. Uh, they, You know, they were fortunate to play their first couple rounds of the NCAA tournament in Greenville, South Carolina, and had great crowds. I think that was fun to see. It was just fun to see that kind of atmosphere and uh, support around college basketball in our state. Um, first time that the NCAA tournament had been in in uh in greenville or back in our state in a long time and so certainly there was some uh excitement that came from that it was it was you know fun in some ways to watch those guys uh have the kind of success they did so a little bit of a motivation but you know really to be honest with you our guys have just been more motivated a little bit by what happened to our team last year we we had a great non-conference we were you know had some big wins we were three and oh with wins over Georgia, Alabama, and South Carolina in the non-conference last year and really set ourselves up to have a chance to, to be an NCAA tournament team. And, uh, and then when we got to the, uh, to the ACC, we just we lost about six games uh, by four or five points or less, and we lost like three at the buzzer. And so it was just – it felt a little bit like we were snake bit. We felt like we were a pretty good team. Um, we had a couple good wins in the league, but – uh, at the end of the day, we just couldn't quite close out some games. And, and uh, I thought the league was as good as it had been in, you know, the seven years that I had been in it. And some media guys said they thought it was the best it was in about 20 years. So it was a really challenging league last year. And we just were, you know, really, to be honest, a couple couple possessions away from being a tournament team. And I think, you know, the guys on our team that went through that last year, I think that has motivated them. And uh, we knew that we need to improve defensively this year for, for that to change. And we're trying to do that. Yeah, five games lost by three points or less. I guess the, a little bit tighter defense would be the difference in those, or at least the majority of them. Yeah, it was. Now, we had some other things. We missed a free throw uh, in one game, and we had another game where we had the ball and had a, had a great opportunity to score and missed a shot that we probably should have made. Um, but at the end of the day, defensively, we probably let ourselves down in four or five games where we just didn't play well enough defensively to get the kind of stops you need to in the last the last half of a big game and uh there's no question that last year's team it was hard for me to get them to just play as well at that end and uh this year's team has bought into it a little bit better i think we're 
doing some things in terms of preparation that's been been better and made some some adjustments and these guys have made adjustments along the way that have really helped our team joined by brad brownell head coach at clemson university coach just a couple more questions you got nc state on thursday another former unc wilmington head coach how well you know kevin keats yeah reasonably well um you know certainly followed kevin back when he was at hargrave and the fantastic job he did there i mean uh, unbelievable program unbelievable success and uh, and then went to Louisville with Coach Patino, and I'm sure that was really good for him in terms of uh, learning a different way of doing some things. And, uh, and then when it, when he got the job at UNC Wilmington, he contacted me, and, and we sat together at a, at a at a game out on the AAU circuit for you know pretty close to an hour or two, and, and you know kind of quizzed me on some things that I thought were important about what, why we were successful down at UNC Wilmington and, and things that he could do. And, and uh, it was fun to watch him have that kind of success there, to be honest with you. Was, I've always been a, a big fan of Wilmington, and, and I'm very appreciative of the 12 years that I spent there. So I always want to see those guys do well. Uh, and it was great to see him bring a lot of success back to that school. And, uh, you know, from there it didn't surprise me at all that, that he would get hired at a place like NC State, a great basketball school, and, and uh, I think he'll do a great job for him. Wolfpack coming up off the upset of number 2 Duke over the weekend. What should we expect from NC State? Well, I, I think they've shown that they can play with anybody in the country. Uh, I think they have the physical size in the front line uh, that can match just about anybody. And I think that's one of the reasons why they were able to beat Duke is physically down low, they're able to rebound and defend that position. And uh, Yurt Seven can really score down there. Uh, I think Malik Abu will continue to get better as he gets healthy. Uh, Leonard Freeman's had a, a fantastic year and, uh, when you see guys like Braxton Beverly making shots, he made shots against us in their game here. Fifth-year transfer in Alaric Freeman, and then obviously the big shooting by Torn Dorn late in that game. Uh, they're certainly very capable of playing with anybody uh, in our league at any time, and uh, we know how hard it is to play in in that, in that facility. That'll be a, be a great crowd there. It'll be loud, and uh, I'm sure they'll be excited to play, as will our guys. His eighth season as the head coach at Clemson, the Wolfpack ranked – for the first time in eight years, 14-1, and one, they play at NC State on Thursday. You can follow him on Twitter, at Coach underscore Brownell. Coach, it's been a blast, buddy. Good luck to you this season, and uh, let's catch up soon. Sounds good, Scott. Good pitch hitting today. I appreciate it, brother. It's Brad Brownell, men's basketball coach at Clemson. 14-1. and one. 14 and 14-1, and, you know, he gives you the coach speak one at a time, get more stops. But he's a hands-in-the-dirt coach, man. This guy lives and breathes basketball, and he's. A, I'm, I'm happy to see he's got things going in the right direction, but we're going to find out exactly how good this Clemson team is very soon. Obviously, the game with NC State on Thursday. Then they have a stretch of Miami, North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Virginia. We're going to see the medal of Clemson tested over the next couple of weeks and see if that 14-1 record is the real deal or if it is a mirage. You're listening to The David Glenn Show.